Hormone harmony is not just a supplement for women going through menopause, but it has become a phenomenon and women literally cannot stop talking about it on social media to the point where a bottle of hormone harmony is sold every 24 seconds. Happy Mammoth, the company that created hormone harmony, is dedicating to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make absolutely no compromise when it comes to quality and it contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. And the cool thing about adaptogens is that they help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout the woman's life. Estee's hormone harmony isn't just for menopause, but any women with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it. There is no better feeling and benefit than feeling like yourself again, and that is what hormone harmony is for. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at Happy Mammoth just using your code MAFIANSURES at checkout. Besties, that's happymammoth.com using the code MAFIANSURES at checkout for 15% off today. Thank you so much, Happy Mammoth, for sponsoring today's episode. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I can leave this and I'm going to have to jump into something that's completely uncertain and I'm not going to have a clear path ahead of me anymore, but that's fine. Hey besties, welcome back to another episode of I Missed Me. I am extremely excited today because I have one of my best friends sitting next to me. Um, But the reason why I brought her on is because she has such a beautiful message to share with you guys that I was like, I have to have her on I Missed Me. Her name is Maka. She is a holistic nutritionist and her goal is to help you build your best life through cultivating healthier habits that you will want to maintain by taking an integrative approach to health. So Maka, welcome to I Missed Me. I'm so excited to have you, you here. I'm so happy to be here. This is an honor. Let's, tell, let's, tell, let's start um, by telling people how we met. Yes, <laughs> I love that. So I actually found you through your podcast mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I sent you a DM saying that I would love to shoot with you, that I would love to meet you. Mm-hmm. And I loved everything that you create. What you share on your podcast really helped me a lot in my personal life. Mm-hmm. And I just really wanted to like meet you, co-create with you because I'm a photographer. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to have a photo shoot with you and like create a vision and bring it to life. And you said yes. Mm-hmm. You were super nice. And you spoke about this on your podcast too, hmm. one episode. Um, and we met. We met on the beach. Somehow, I think that was like divine timing. Mm-hmm. It was raining. It was pouring, pouring rain. <laughs> on that day that we were supposed to have a beach photo shoot. So we just went to a restaurant. We sat down and we were just forced to get to know each other, mm-hmm. which was the best thing that happened Mm -hmm. honestly it was perfect and we just clicked we clicked so well and since then I just feel like we've grown so much and helped Mm -hmm. each other through so many phases of life it's Mm -hmm. just crazy it's crazy and you'll talk about more about like everything that you do but at the time I I posted an episode um back in August where I I had just moved to Miami and I was at my lowest point I've ever been and I was like I was looking for people to hang out with because I mean, I was just new to Miami and then Maka, like the universe put Maka on my way and we were just forced to have a conversation because it rained. And you like don't even can't imagine how much that conversation changed me, but I was going through a lot of changes and I was just like praying and asking the universe for like people who matched my frequency and then Maka appeared in my life. So <laughs> we're here today, but this is your episode. So I want you to start off by introducing yourself. What do you do and how did your journey kind of start? Perfect. Perfect. Great. So I am a woman of many passions. I love wellness and I always have, but I feel like as I started growing up and getting older, I really wanted to get more educated in it. Um, That's one of my passions. My biggest passion, to be honest with you, is just photography. Photography. It's just something that I could do every day, Mm -hmm. every single day. And I really enjoy it. I also started all of that in last year like started going full force with nutrition last year everything last year Mm -hmm. so I had a corporate job and I was extremely extremely burnt out I was like a guest experience manager in a very 
like top rated resort, right? Very rigid, very just a recipe for stress. Like definition of corporate. Right. And exhaustion and just like a lot of pressure. And I really wanted to do my own thing. So I started studying on the side and I became a certified holistic nutritionist. Hmm. And then I also started, you know, just creating a little bit more content, like getting used to my camera and like just getting creative with it. And then December of 2023, I quit my job and just went full force into uncertainty. Best thing We I ever love did. people who follow their dreams. <laughs> uh, best thing I ever did, even though it's been really hard, it's yeah. been very not steady, right? Yeah. But I don't regret it one bit because it really pushed me into getting to know myself a lot more. And I also had the space and the time to really like soak in all the knowledge that I wanted and get more experiences. Hmm. So um, as for wellness, again, I was always passionate about it. I always was really interested. I had been like a vegan for four years before that. And then I started reading more and there was this one quote that really, really stuck with me. And it said something like, most people will never know how good their body is designed to feel. Hmm. And I saw that and I was like, well, I don't want to be one of those people. Right, you know? I, like, feel I actually everything. want to know how good I can feel. And it had happened to me. Um, first of all, I want to say there's no one diet that fits everyone. I actually don't believe in diets at all. And we'll get into We'll that talk about that, yeah. For sure. But for me personally, like I don't tolerate things like red meat very well. And when I stopped, when I went vegan... I realized, oh my God, I feel a lot lighter and I felt better in my body and I could have a meal and feel like walking afterwards. So that was a really interesting thing for me because I was used to feeling bloated, bloated. And sluggish and I thought that was just the normal human thing, right, mm -hmm. to feel. And then to realize by my own experience that I can try different things and feel even better as I go and explore what works for me and what doesn't is like, everyone should do this right mm -hmm. so that's just a message that I share but I share it through a lens of not restricting yourself not punishing yourself with food or lack thereof or exercise or lack thereof mm -hmm. right so yeah which is something that I love about you because it's like very tailor-made to your because we'll we'll get into this but actually let's talk about it right now because social media pushes us to follow you know, certain stereotypes or like what you said, diets or challenges that like we don't acknowledge the fact that we are all different. Like I, for example, and this is a mistake I made and that's why I want to talk about it. I was seeing 75 hard when it was like... Eh. Me too. I felt <laughs> When it was trending, trending on, on social media. And I did it for like a week and I never in my life felt more tired and more depressed because I am anemic. I can't do 75 hard because I am anemic. I can't, I can't work out twice a day based on like what like my nutrition says that I whatever so what is your take on on cha online challenges social media I think everything you see in social media regardless of what area it is in you should take with a grain of salt right right let's start there 75 hard I did it myself and I took it way longer you did than the whole thing I did And I was, I made it my entire personality. What? This was way before we met. Yes, I, I did it like in 2019, I want to say, or 2020 maybe mm. because of, you know, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I did it. I made it my entire personality. I did like way more than 75 days. Wow. It was like a hundred and something. And I felt like strong, right? And I was like, oh, this is discipline. Like, this is what I'm supposed to feel like. Like you fall into it and you think that's what health is. Mm -hmm. But then again, one thing that I see with wellness trends and really trends in, in all general, senses yeah. is that if you swing a pendulum, let's say, all the way to one side, eventually it's going to swing back full force to the mm -hmm. other side, right? So I went from being in my masculine very much and being like disciplined, like a workout or two workouts every day, like full force to being like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. I don't feel like doing anything. I don't have energy to invest in myself, let alone anyone else around me right so I feel like it really without me realizing it at the point it was like part of the recipe to how I got like really burnt out and really mm -hmm. sick from that you know so I feel that restriction always builds resentment and that is why I don't support anything like 75 hard any diets like this where you cut out a whole food group or something that you love right if you cut out something that you love 
you're eating, you're building a resentment within yourself and you're also not happy mm -hmm. about it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, like not putting yourself in a position where you're setting yourself up to judge yourself. Right. Like people do it as a punishment almost, you know, because social media makes you approach health thinking about the way that you want to look rather than the way that you want to feel. Mm -hmm. Right. And so if talk to me more about that. Yeah, that's, and if, th that's a big, thing, such you know? a beautiful message for sure. Because if you're focused on that, it's just like any results that you see are superficial. Right. And it's not like I've seen people that look the fittest you can ever imagine. And they're the most miserable, miserable. Uh, or they're the most insecure also because if you don't fix like what's inside I know this is like super cliche but if you don't mm. fix the way that you feel about yourself and your motivation to do these things and these lifestyle changes it's it's not gonna work and even if you do change physically you're not gonna be able to see it if you're operating from this lens of I'm never enough I'm not enough I don't look pretty enough or mm. hot enough or whatever you know so I feel like I started studying nutrition because I was very interested in interested in oh how can I eat to feel and look better it's not that wanting to look better is something that you want to demonize yeah. right like it's not inherently bad but it's just like what's the root of your motivation anyway I started learning about these things and then I realized well more important than this like yes this is a message that's good to share but more importantly the relationship that you have to food is everything mm -hmm. Because you could eat, like, I don't know, the perfect food or the healthy foods and the salads and whatever. But if it's not making you happy or it's just fueling more, like, self-judgment and doubt and, you know, like, self-harming habits, then it's not going to be good for you. Um, one thing that I feel like a lot of people are going to be able to relate to this, and you let me know if you do. Mm -hmm. But in things like diets and restriction and cutting out things like sugar or whatever... It's, I'm not going to say, oh, sugar is good for you, but I'm saying in the terms of like the right. restriction, let's say that you're craving a little ice cream, mm -hmm. right? But you're doing a diet or you're doing 75 hearts and you're like, oh, okay, let me have a rice cake instead, mm. right? With peanut butter mm. and a banana. And you're mm. like, you eat that and you're not satisfied. Right. You're like, fuck, okay, let me have this other thing. And you have another thing and it piles up. And then you still end up having the ice cream. Mm. And what's worse, oops, sorry. What's worse, you end up having it with guilt. Because mm -hmm. you already ate all of these things that you didn't want, didn't make you feel satisfied, and you're still going for the thing that you had demonized in your mind. And if you don't demonize right. it, you're like, okay, I can have this, and it's all going to be okay. I'm going to survive. It's not going like, to affect my health or my well-being in a mm. very negative way, because it's just one. It's in abundance. Mm. Like I can, I can enjoy this fully then it's not going to have an effect on you. You're literally setting yourself up for self-conflict, you know? For sure. How did that personal journey start for me? Like, how, did you always know that you wanted to see nutrition from that side of, like, have no judgment? Or was it you that you started judging yourself and being like, okay, like, I don't want to be the, like this anymore? How was that? How did that start? Okay, I'll say a big statement here. And I think that you don't have to have an eating disorder diagnosis for you to eat in a disordered way and right? for you to feel like your relationship with food is not healthy right like there's always things that you can improve and in my life I never had a diagnosis of an eating disorder even though I'm very informed in it I've re read about it so much like on my free time I'm like listening to content about this because it's also what I work with and right. it's something that I'm, I'm very interested in But what I mean to say by what I just said, the not needing a diagnosis to eat in a disordered way is that these things are part of our culture, right? Like diet culture. It's like you're eating with a friend and you eat like a big thing and you're... You feel guilty. Other, right, you feel guilty or you say like, oh, we're going to have to like walk this off, right? Yeah. Or, you know, like all of these like tiny things that you don't realize are part of the culture that's making you that's do so that true. to yourself. Even right? if it's like a joke. Right. And people say it as a joke, yeah. but then you see the root of it and it's like, hmm. let's unpack that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's not funny. <laughs> right. It's like, I don't know. Let's say like we're having a big meal and then I say, well, I'm not going to have breakfast tomorrow. Mm, it's like, exactly. I don't, I don't need to have like an anorexia diagnosis for that to be disordered. Mm -hmm. Right. Or like 
when people say let's walk it off let's burn it off we have to do some cardio after this that's like something that if you don't it's like an unconscious guilt right and that's like bulimia right Mm -hmm. like far down the road that can become that diagnosis yeah or orthorexia is a big one that i talk about a lot because it's people that get overly obsessed with food right and the health qualities or the toxic qualities that wow. a food can have, right? Mm. So it's like, oh, this has oxalates. This is going to be so bad for me. And it's like spinach. Right. <laughs> like, how about spinach for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how much do you have to eat for the negative or not so good things about it to really affect you, right? Yeah. And that, if I had something that I was like inching more towards in my like healthy lifestyle, the 75 hard yeah. lifestyle was that. Like I was very overly aware of what I was putting into my body to the point that it was making me self-conscious and nervous. How, like, oh, how is that? What, what's the root of that? Like, how did that start? Because like, obviously when we're kids, we mm. don't care about anything that we eat unless our parents are like super strict with like what right. we eat. But like a kid eats a lollipop and like doesn't feel guilty. It's like more when we start growing up that we start with like feeling secure about our body, our food mm. or whatever, relationships. How did that start for you? Or right. when? It's like almond moms, right? Yeah. <laughs> Even though my mom is not an almond yeah. mom, and I think her so much for the way that she yeah. raised me. But I feel like that happens a lot. Like people get these ideas in their childhood, but we also get them in social media. And I feel like that was a culprit for me okay. in my life. Okay. Just like seeing a lot of like fitness influencers or like just wellness creators, right? Like what's mm. the idea of the wellness girly? It's like this girl with like wearing full on Lululemon, Lululemon and like a perfect like slick back bun and like green super, smoothies and super skinny right and right. like you know like this this idea that we have and it's honestly based on like consumerism and capitalism yeah it's, it's an elit- elitist mm-hmm. elitist I don't know how you say it yeah. English just like escaped me okay for a moment. <laughs> but it's just like it has these roots we don't notice and then we think that that's who we want to be but that's Based on a sec- second, second, seven second video. It, yeah. On a seven second video, and it's just based on an industry that wants you to buy more and more things and more expensive things too, because eating healthy is expensive. Right. And that is also a problem with the food industry. Mm-hmm. Like, we cannot forget that. Like, there's like, wait, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting emotional because this thing affects me so much. Like people think that health has to be this very like super expensive thing. And it's sad because there's like food deserts in America. Like mm. right here, there's like places where you can't find the healthier options, mm-hmm. right? Like you can even find them. And then the other places that you go, the healthy option is a lot more expensive, mm-hmm. right? So it's just like, it gives you a lot. To, it's, it's very overwhelming. It is. And the more you get into it, the more overwhelming it is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's why I obviously if you can afford all of these biohacks and all of these things, all the power to you. But people have to realize that people are selling that. Hmm. And the people that are posting about it on TikTok probably got it sent to them for free. Yeah. It's probably a brand deal. Like you don't need a red light panel to be healthy. And I know. Good, right. I always encourage that. You know that like uh this can be controversial but that bloom brand have you seen it yeah no it no. tastes like ass <laughs> like it, <laughs> i am so sorry I but bet. it is like one of the first brand deals actually that i closed mm-hmm. and i was reached out to them because back in 2020 like that brand was everywhere like you would right. see those little like green juices everywhere and mm-hmm. like it was the first one of the first brands that reached out to me. They were paying like two hundred dollars for a seven second video, wow. and I was like, okay, like yeah, like whatever, yeah, of course. And I tried it, and I I could never bring myself to post it because I was like, if one person buy this from me, and I, no, it tastes like actual ass. Like there's wow. not one influencer that I know that has liked it, and they just get paid so much. And it's like, don't believe everything that you see on the internet right. because that brand has a big budget. And I like, I had to reach out to them and be like, you know what? Like, I really did not like your product. Like, you do not have mm. to pay me. I'll send the product back. Like I used it, I'll send it back. But it tastes like actual shit. And like, and not everyone has that standard that you have. Like, not right. everyone's gonna see something that is inherently like not good for you and or, not like, posted and not posted mm-hmm. right like people will share about it because you know again like people are trying to make money and that's okay it's valid but mm-hmm. you have to think about who's going to receive this content right mm-hmm. 
I am also like this. Like if I am to work with a brand or a sub or promote a product, I'm only I'm only going to promote something that I really trust and mm -hmm. I believe in, whether it's like for myself or for like a good majority of people. But yeah, about that, I also want to say there's a lot of people creating content about how everything is bad for you. Mm -hmm. And I hate that too, mm -hmm. right? It's like these videos talking about like your air fryer is toxic and then the microwave is toxic and then your shower water. And like, I get it. Like, again, if you have the time and the energy and the money to invest in these things, like, that's great. But if you're like a single mom or you're, you know, like just in college and like trying to get by, like, I don't want you to worry about like having to buy the shower filter or right. replacing your air fryer with a... And we've talked about this before where we have conversations, the two of us, is like the mm -hmm. worst place to live in is in fear. Mm -hmm. And like social media puts you, especially with like food and all of these things that we're talking about, it puts you in a place of fear of like, I'm afraid of what I eat. I'm afraid of what I use. I'm afraid of the water I drink. And it's like, no, like be at peace. Even if it, if like you have to stay away from some information, it is better to live at peace and not knowing that knowing and in fear. So. Right. And for me, I've realized in my body, I don't know if this has happened to you, but I've realized how different I can, differently I can tolerate food when I eat something and I can fully enjoy it and when I eat it with guilt or mm -hmm. with fear of like, oh my God, this is going to make me bloat or this is going to mm -hmm. be bad for me or whatever. Like, it's like psychos psychosis. It's it is like people, psychosomatic, right? It's just like cheese, for example. Yeah. For me, I used to eat cheese and like, again, I also did like a lot of protocols to like heal my gut and like help it like repair and tolerate things a lot better mm -hmm. but like I was highly sensitive to so many things and like cheese and gluten and when I would eat cheese I would always be thinking of that right because that was my experience and that's what people said online or yeah whatever. it's like oh my god like I'm already gonna get a pimple for this like I know <laughs> and I would joke about it next day guess what like, yeah pimple, like <laughs> third eye right here or something like this right and then years went by I started incorporating like other like high quality animal products into my diet And I ate a little like cheesecake or whatever it is, like whatever I ate that had the thing that I was so afraid of in the past. Yeah. And I was completely fine. Mm. Like completely fine. No reaction whatsoever. I actually felt good. It's so interesting because I, I, I don't have enough knowledge to like talk about it where it's a point where like everything is mental. Like I mm. can't say that for sure because I don't know it. Mm. I might like, I, I think it is, but I, I don't know it. So I'm not going to talk about it, but a lot of things are a mental lot things are. a lot of things are mental and like the more grace that you have with yourself of like it is okay to eat this right. like obviously like allergies and stuff like i'm not that that's why i'm not talking about it because i don't have the knowledge to but a lot of things are very very mental so right and it's obviously not to discredit a food intolerance or a sensitivity no, that, that, like, exactly that's that, i don't want to get into that because i have no knowledge but right no and, and like i do and like obviously that is something that's mm -hmm. real it's not It's not all spiritual, right? It's not like, oh, like teach yourself to like release the fear and it's gonna be fine. Like, right. no, like for some people, that's like not if the your case. throat closes with nuts, don't right. eat nuts, like, don't you know, like <laughs> fucking dying after watching this episode. I know. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that on my conscience. But yeah, exactly. It's just like the thing, there's things, and it really comes with a discernment, right? Like, mm -hmm. that's why I encourage people to work on their relationship with food. And then you can be your own judge and like really reassess like from time to time okay I can eat this and feel very good mm -hmm. and I feel energized so I, I'm going to continue eating it and that's mm -hmm. fine or if I don't and it's actually still giving me a reaction okay maybe this is not for me and that's okay I can mm. find so many alternatives for this particular food how do you work on giving on learning how to give grace with yourself in terms of you know not even forgiving but accepting yourself of like it is okay to eat this and nothing is going to happen to me because I know that you went on a trip and you started eating a lot of things that you didn't eat when I mm. met you and you felt so much better and you would always like text me like I'm so happy I ate <laughs> this I'm like I'm so happy you did right but how do you work on that relationship with yourself like more personally of it is okay right. like how do you start giving grace to yourself I I'm going to bring back this question to the nervous system okay and just going to say I started regulating myself and giving how? myself can you sure um so yeah it's just Basically, I started to realize I have to build a sense of safety within myself if I actually want to enjoy my life. life. <laughs> like not even this food or this trip or whatever. It's just like if I want to be a happy, healthy person, which is like my username, mm -hmm. it's like I need to 
make myself feel safe because I'm the only one that's responsible for that safety feeling. And you know, in my personal life, like safety is always yeah, what yeah, I've yeah, seen, yeah, yeah. Like since I was this big, Little, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so EFT tapping helped me a lot. Have you heard about this? Mm -mm. I love, I love, I love to hear it's, about it. It's beautiful. So it's a technique of nervous system regulation, essentially, where you're like tapping on different points of your face and your body and you're repeating affirmations, right? And the cool thing about it is that you can do it with affirmations to, let's say, work through a blockage or mm -hmm. an emotion, or you can also just use it to pretty much reprogram your subconscious, right? And if I would feel very anxious, like before, I don't know, like a meal or a trip or something, I started like incorporating that and that really helped meditation, breath work, going for a walk, like whatever helps. Like I'm not saying EFT is a recipe for everybody, but at least with my clients, some people that struggle with binge eating, I've made like custom EFT tapping like situations for them. Mm. And it's helped them a lot. Like in terms of, okay, I have this urge. It feels like the most overwhelming thing. Like this want for mac and cheese or Oreos or whatever is stronger than anything in my life right now. So I'm going to try and work through it. I'm going to regulate myself through it. And then I'm free to make a choice still. Mm. This is not something that I do to say, I'm not going to have it anymore because I regulated myself. It's no, I still have the freedom. Right. But I can eat it in a regulated state. Exactly. Right? And if I manage to do that with everything in my life. That's so important. It's, it's without limiting yourself. So whatever you can do to regulate your nervous system, whether it's literally putting like an ice pack on your neck to like, stimulate your mm -hmm. vagus nerve, whatever it is, all of these things help and it's free. And that's why I recommend it. It's like accessible to everyone. I'm not going to say, oh, the thing that helped me the most was this supplement, right? Because it's like, no, no, no. it's really not. Like it all starts in the mind, right? Not everything is mental, like you said, mm -hmm. but so much of our human experience roots from our mind and, and our body. Because I've been, I've been hearing about especially the nervous system a lot and how mm. it influences a lot of the decisions that you make in your life. Like I had a conversation with, sorry, Tom Bilyeu, where yeah. he said that like one of the reasons why he was so miserable was because he didn't have his nervous system regulated. And it was because he was drinking Monster and coffee and stuff. But you don't realize how much that actually affects your life. Like the worst decisions that I've made of like reaching out to people that I know are not good for me or like staying in relationships are because of urges that my nervous system makes me, you know, make of like, I have anxiety, I have to text this person. I have anxiety, I have to call this person. I have anxiety, I have to eat this. And like most of the mistakes that we make that are not mistakes, our lessons are because we don't have our nervous system regulated. So if you right. can, like if you're, if, if you know that you have to regulate your nervous system, I definitely recommend finding a technique that's like gonna work. I, I can't do tapping, it hurts mm -hmm. my skin. I don't wow. know why it gives me so much anxiety. It hurts my skin. I'm like super sensitive to pain, but. And that's fine. It's not for you. Exactly. And I'm sure that there's a lot of methods to like, maybe stop drinking coffee. Right. Or maybe stop drinking energetic drinks that, right. are, you know, go If to sleep, have enough sleep or like have a healthy, you know, diet that works for you that mm -hmm. allows you to regulate your nervous system. But definitely a lot of decisions come from our nervous system. And it's looking at your habits and where they really stem from. Like hmm. this one assessment that you can do is just like, Seeing what you do every day or whenever you choose, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to open the blinds, whatever. Maybe yeah. not that tiny, but like any activity that you're going to do. After you do it, you're like, okay, did that make me feel like better or worse, right? Because so many of our behaviors are self-soothing. Yeah. Like we don't, people rarely look at food as a source of nutrition these days. It's like, it's a source of comfort. It's a source of joy. It's like, it's so many things other than it's, main purpose yeah right? and it's I actually love, good for you right or like how it's going to nourish you and like the energy that it's going to give your body right so you can eat something that's like really tasty but if after you eat it you do this assessment you ask yourself okay do i feel energized or depleted it gives you a better idea of like okay how is this really going to work for you in the long term right mm. and the idea is not for you to restrict it but for you to have this awareness of like okay I don't know, I had a conversation with you and I felt so good after. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know, I went back to the toxic ex or whatever. Like, I'm not saying I did, not me. Married. <laughs> She's married. <laughs> oh, whatever. Like, <laughs> but I went back to a toxic ex and I felt like shit about myself, right? So like these, like the dichotomy of that is only there for you to practice that discernment and say, okay, next time I'm going to choose this, I'm going to choose it, but 
I am radically honest with myself and I know why. Your body literally speaks to you. And it's mm. not just food. It's relationships too. It's mm. like sometimes you hang out with a person and you feel even more tired than before you were with that person. And it's like you have to start paying attention to your body a lot. I want to talk about your passions because I know that you are obviously a you studied nutrition and everything, but that's not your main passion. And you said at the beginning, it's photography. And I love that because that's how we met. Yes. Um, and I admire you and just people in general that are able to be like, I'm not happy, I have to leave. Because mm -hmm. sometimes because of fear, it's like, I'm not happy, but this is safe and I'm staying here. Like you could have chosen to stay in a corporate job, even if you wanted to, you know, pursue your dreams because of safety which is something that you pursued your whole life so mm -hmm. for you to like be able to step out of your comfort zone and be like I choose happiness is so brave and I admire you so much for that and mm -hmm. especially now that I like you know dropped out of college and I, I shared that decision with you of like I'm obviously I'm scared and like things right. could go wrong but I know that it's making I'm happy now you know right. so How did you feel? How did you, let's start from the beginning and like, how, how did you start feeling like it wasn't for you? Like how, when do the sparks start of like, I want to pursue another thing that is not corporate job. Like mm -hmm. what were the fears of leaving and how, how was that journey for you? For sure. I, I love talking about this because I feel like so many people are going to be able to relate. Yeah. And I studied and majored in hospitality. Mm -hmm. I prepared like my what seemed like my whole life at the yeah. time for this right and it's like I remember telling myself and telling you the day we met because yeah. I was just telling you the story it's like oh who am I if I am not what I do or who am I if I'm not doing what I was supposed to right? yeah like, what I prepared for my whole life and I just started asking myself these questions because I was feeling very not satisfied you know it's like right like i i knew it like deep right. inside i knew it that i was like going to work and my pre besties when i first started podcasting an online store was the furthest thing from my mind now i'm selling hoodies with positive messages on the back and it is so easy all just because of shopify Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online store stage to the first real life store stage, and all the way to the did we just hit a million order stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Besties, I truly cannot recommend Shopify enough. You guys know that I have a business and it is hosted on Shopify. So besties, sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash mafiansudis, all lowercase at shopify.com slash mafiansudis now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, besties, shopify.com slash mafiansudis. Thank you so much, Shopify, for sponsoring today's episode. Besties, this is for everyone that's looking to learn a new language. Whether you have an upcoming international trip or want to connect with friends and family or a new culture, Rosetta Stone is for you. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app, and it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone has been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages to offer, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, and so many more, and it immerses you in many, many ways. It has no English translations, which means that you really learn to speak listen and think in that language and i also love that it has speech recognition it has a built-in true accent feature which gives you feedback on your pronunciation it's literally like having a personal trainer for your accent besties don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started and for a very limited time i missed me's listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 off visit rosettastone.com today again besties that's 50 off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life i love you besties and I I can't wait for you guys to start learning a new language. Besties, I don't know about you, but I feel like this year has gone by so quickly to the point where it's not even giving me time to process everything that has happened. So I quickly want you to ask yourself, what is something that you've been proud of in 2024? What is something that you've accomplished and what is something that you've done that makes you feel proud about yourself? And what is something that you still want to accomplish this year? 
When life goes fast, it is very important to take a moment to celebrate your wins and also make adjustments for the rest of the year. Therapy can really help you track your process and set achievable goals for the next six months. I've talked about this on the podcast before. I've personally benefited from therapy before. Therapy is just a very, very good tool for you to be able to let your feelings out, let your thoughts out and kind of organize them a little bit. And I cannot recommend it enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you don't like your therapist, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment, visit betterhelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. Again, besties, that's betterhelp. Help is H-E-L-P dot com slash to get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp. Thank you so much, BetterHelp, for sponsoring today's episode work ritual started with me getting excited to go to work and then a few months later it started with me crying on the way to work right or like mm. just like holding in the tears and just like okay let me get through this day and that's not the life that I wanted to live and it's not to say oh you should quit something the moment that it gets hard that's not what I promote at all and there's a especially if it's something that you like right it's a beautiful thing to commit to something but I just knew this wasn't the thing to commit to and Mm -hmm. I knew that it was making me sick and tired right when people say I'm sick and tired of this I was sick and I was literally like I was getting you know like colds and flus all the time bloated with I wish I had a picture to show you but I blocked that era out of my life she was pregnant but I like like this you know and it's just like everything in me and everything around me was like screaming for me to like wake up right I wasn't present for myself let alone others like my parents I was barely seeing them I Mm. lived with them at the time so I would go to work work all day like I don't know let's say 11 hours on a shift I would go home and all I wanted to do was be by myself in bed yeah I wasn't seeing my friends I wasn't connecting to my partner I wasn't connecting to my family I wasn't connecting to myself and I was just like this is not sustainable Hmm. and one thing that helped me right because you have the safety and you think it's very tempting right to have the stability of a job or to have you know a path ahead of you that's very clear I started as a coordinator then assistant manager then manager what's next right Hmm. but I looked at the people ahead of me in Mm -hmm. these paths and I was like do I want to be like them? they don't seem happy and like that's not the lifestyle I want to live Like, if I want to travel the world and make friends Mm. through that path, like, if I chain myself to an institution, is that going to give me that freedom? Not really. Hmm. Or at least it's going to give me two weeks a year. But I don't don't want just two weeks, right? Yeah. So not everyone is supposed to quit their job. Like, it's not for everyone. I also don't want to be part of the people who pressure everyone into thinking, like, well, if you're in the 9 to 5, it's your fault or whatever. Like, that's – being a content creator is not for everyone either, right? Like Mm – you just have to think about what really works for you. Like if it right. genuinely makes you happy, I know people that are genuinely happy in the industry that I used to work at. And I admire them so much because like you go to a hotel, a hotel and like those are the people that work, you know, with you, you know, like mm. you, I admire that so much. Like people who genuinely like love nine to fives. It's like, mm. I just could never see myself being that person, but I have so much admiration for right. people that do and like genuinely enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I lost my, I was, I always say on online that when it's time for like change in your life, like life will pressure you and make you feel so miserable to the point that you have no other option but to change. Yeah. How, what was that um, low point for you? Like, what was that day that you were like, I just can't do this anymore? I'm not sure it was a certain day, but I think it was a, a realization of I don't remember when was the last time that I did something for myself hmm. and it happened to me on the opposite end like when I stopped taking birth control I had taken it for a long time and I stopped and two weeks after you know like change it changes your hormones it changes a lot about you and we'll I encourage talk about people that. yeah I encourage people to like do their own research on that but I remember like two weeks after taking it and being in the car and realizing oh my god I feel like myself again mm. and I started like crying a happy tear you mm. know and that was beautiful but the flip side of that was being there, like having that lifestyle and just realizing, oh my God, I don't have the energy. I don't have the energy for anything. Like even when it's my day off, I'm scared of doing something that 
spends energy because I know it's going to take away from what I'm going to have to give yeah. in two days from now, right? Like when I go back to work. So I wasn't doing anything with my life and I was just so miserable. And like, obviously that was part of my experience as well. And I'm really grateful for it because it showed me just how much I'm capable of. But it also showed me I can leave this and I'm going to have to jump into something that's completely uncertain. And I, I'm not going to have a clear path ahead of me anymore that's fine mm -hmm. like I'm gonna have to like build it as I go and I have been building it as I go and again it's not something that's stable or steady or defined that's the nature of it right um I've had moments where it's like okay I'm not making enough from this alone so I'm gonna have to do Uber Eats or I'm gonna have to go get a part-time job to make ends meet and feel comfortable and feel safe mm -hmm. right because mm -hmm. safety is the most important thing for me in my yeah. life but it's still so worth it, right? Like yeah. to, to do whatever you can to allow yourself the time and energy and space to do something that actually lights you up. Because I kid you not, like obviously in wellness too, and when I get a message from someone that really changed their life with, I don't know, like reading my burnout ebook or, you know, just working together or after a photo shoot, right? Like reading those like testimonials in a sense, is super like rewarding but also like again in wellness and in photography and whatever I do that that I'm actually passionate about it just feels different in your body right and it's just like it's so worth any uncertainty it's so worth any mishaps yeah is that how you say it in your path because it's just the thing that I love doing the most mm -hmm. like I remember being a shoots like with my camera and like women in nature and it's just she's so good guys thank you she's so good thank you um and I just I want to do so much more of that you know but mm. realizing that it's like I only realized it was possible for me because I jumped into it without knowing if it was possible mm -hmm. that's where I'm trying to get to yeah. I'm like I'm not trying to say oh I am a fully booked photographer and I'm publishing this and this because I'm not yet yet but it's mm -hmm. like I started photography 2023 in January, like a year fully. Right. And then in December I was flying to Spain for a photo shoot. Right. So, and, and I'm not, you know, like, right. That's possible for me. That was possible for me. Like I didn't even. And for anyone who wants to like, that's another question. Like one of the main reasons why people stay in relationships. And I always say relationships and people think about like, okay, romantic relationship, like toxic relationships, but everything in your life is a relationship, like mm -hmm. your relationship with money, your relationship with, with your job, your relationship with like work, your friends, your family, like food, your body, right? Like everything, everything that. is a relationship because you're connected. Mm -hmm. So one of the main like reasons why people don't leave toxic relationships, period, is because of fear. How did you, obviously there was fear in you of like, once I quit my corporate job, what my corporate job, what the fuck am I going to do? But like, how do you embrace that fear of, I don't know what I'm going to do, but it is okay to not know, like with, with grace of like, it is okay. It is okay to not know, but I'm still going to do it. Well, uncertainty and I have an intricate relationship. Like mm -hmm. it's always something that I've like been working with and I'm not in a perfect place with it right now, but I'll tell you two things. One, I have to acknowledge I was in a position of privilege when I did that choice. That like, too. I did know like, okay, I have a husband that he's not going to let me like starve because I'm not getting clients. I have my parents that are always going to support me no matter what. If, I don't know, something were to happen and we cannot live outside anymore, we can come back and it's all going to be fine. And we did go back, right? And it's just like yeah. in, in getting the details right, I do have something to fall back on. And that's something that I'm really grateful for because I do have to acknowledge how other people who don't don't have these privileges feel like it's yeah. a deeper fear. Like yeah. my fear was valid, but it's nothing to compare to someone who still wants to take a choice, right? But I will say something that has always been a part of me is I'm not afraid to be the first one to jump into something. Like I'm not afraid to be the first person to say hi. And like I texted you, like you could have been like you weren't obviously, but you could have been like rude or been like who is this and like hmm. just like. 
left me an open but it's just like yeah that's a possibility i'm like happy to deal with like my friends joke around with me it's like yeah i'm sure you'd dm like obama if, <laughs> if, like, if were the case right and like i really would like if i had something like that i wanted to say like i would so i just jumped in so you have it. no fear of rejection because that is something that i've had to like work on because i i I've worked on that too, where it's like, now I'm not afraid to start a conversation to like mm -hmm. reach out to people, but there, there's definitely a time where I was and I would have not. So I've definitely had to like work on my fear of rejection. And I talk about it a lot where it's like the worst thing that people can say is now like the worst thing that can happen is for a door to close and then another one to yeah. open. But like, how, how does, how is that for you? That's the thing. It's like, is it, is rejection that bad? Like the worst thing that someone can say is no. And that's a favor that they're doing to you, right. right? So it's just like, you just made me realize, but I really don't think that rejection has such a big place in, in my life. In your life. Or in my mind, at least. It's just like, it's part of what I do. Like, how if do I'm you a think that someone can, sorry, I interrupt you, but how do you think someone can work on it? Because there's definitely a lot of people that listen to the podcast and like, that are very afraid of rejection mm. or not finding better. I feel like it's exposure therapy, at least for me, in my experience. It's just like, it's that cliche quote. I hate being the cliche person, but it's just, it's what it is. It's mm -hmm. for a reason. It's just like, feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, reach out to that person, do it anyway. Like, send the email or like, if you have to quit the job, quit, but like, leave them a good time to mm -hmm. find somebody else. Like, you can do things in a way that's not necessarily like cutting a cord, Right? Like, if you want to try something else in your professional life, like, you can leave in good standing with this company, whether it be that company or some something else, and you can say, okay, I'm going to try this out for a while, and if it doesn't work out, I can go back to where I was, or I can find something different altogether, like, that's not necessarily in the plan, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it's that. It's just, like, actually giving it an honest try. Mm -hmm. Because something that I've realized in my life is just, like, resistance struggling yeah. with resistance like if you're not seeing results people are very quick to complain and i'll raise my hand and i'll say i've been the person that's quick to complain because it's like i'm not getting enough results or i'm not where i want it to be but that has like a side to it where it's like am i really doing like an honest try right am i really like giving it my very best hmm. and if i'm not then i reassess right? right so i think it's that it's just like giving it an honest try and like actually committing to the thing that you want like sometimes i don't i got a part-time job just recently and i started working front desk at a spa just so i can like have my photography clients out of ease and like they just like flow to me or like they come from recommendations or i just like pitch but i just want to work with my dream clients and if it's hmm. not going to be them I can chill, I can do something else to give me like stability and whatever, and then I can come back to it, right? I was gonna ask, because one of the things that I admire the most about you is that you have like just so much self-forgiveness in you, because we've mm -hmm. talked about like the relationships you've been through and like situations that you've been through, but like never, not once have I heard you speak from a place of anger, but it's more from a place of like love, but you're also really good at setting boundaries. Mm -hmm. How does that how how does that journey start that's a good question <laughs> that's a really good question because i'm not sure like i'm not sure it starts or ends right it's just that little spiral of life where i've circled back to similar situations to the ones i've been in before and yeah. i've realized okay last time i was living in fear and very attached to like everything around me and just very much resistant to what is and telling myself, okay, can I be a little bit more accepting of the situation this time? And I try that and it works a little better. Hmm. And so I circle back to it again in some other situation or some other person or city or job or whatever. And it's just like, can I try better this time? And it's just that. Right. And it's just that. I, I do feel like I'm very forgiving of myself because I always do my best. Yeah. Even if it's not the best in somebody else's eyes, I know that I'm doing my very best and that's enough for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm not operating from a, oh, I'm not doing enough anymore. When I was doing 75 hard to tie back into that, I was, right? Mm -hmm. Because I was being a perfectionist to the point that it was isolating me from other people and yeah. in my environment and 
so many things, right? But coming into that acting from this is uncertain and it's okay mm -hmm. and I can just navigate this like day by day and there's no timeline and there's no rush that I feel like has really helped me, right? Like what's the rush? What is your biggest advice when it comes to self-forgiveness? Mm. Not even for self-forgiveness, but just for life in general, just practicing radical honesty, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like I used to lie to myself a lot. Mm. And I know people do. Like, we're all human. Like yeah. We want to we convince ourselves in, like, delusion. Like, oh, this is, like, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I should do. Or I'm not supposed to feel this way. Or this is what it is, right? So, um just kind of deconstructing that a little bit and, and being really honest with yourself. Like, is this actually what I want for myself? Mm. Is this actually what I want for my life? Like, when I eat this food, do I actually feel good, right? Or like, am I doing all these things that I'm doing because they genuinely make me happy or because it's what I think I'm supposed to be doing? Mm. Or it's because what I, it's what I see girls doing on TikTok, mm. right? It's just like, Finding the root cause of what you do and why you do it. I think that's good for self-forgiveness. Yeah. That's what's helped me in my life, right? Just like seeing my motives and things and being honest about them and then just like reassessing from there and going on. Like it's committing for yourself. It's coming to yourself and sh just showing up for yourself regardless of how you feel. Hmm. I don't think you have to have a checklist of things that you have to complete each day that's me I'm very self-forgiving now maybe I'm too self-forgiving mm -hmm. to the point that I sometimes don't do as much as the next person mm -hmm. like theoretically or whatever yeah but I don't think you have to have a checklist of like work out and then do this and the for one day and, and then if you didn't do it it was a horrible day right for you, right like it mm. doesn't necessarily have to be that way because if I was burnt out and super tired because I have a very heavy week And then I didn't work out. It's not a failure. It's actually a win because I was able to like rest my body. Yeah. Right? And yeah, just kind of detaching from what you think you should do and realizing that healthy and happy looks different on everybody, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you see this person online doing, I don't know, eating a certain way, what I eat in a day, those videos, I, no. No? I, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, it's just, no. Um, that type of thing, like you see that and then it's like, okay. And then it's like a toast with strawberries on top. Right, or like, yeah. <laughs> or something super fake and it's like a day in my healthy life and like I've seen those videos and I've responded to them because it's like. Uh, uh, how do you even know that's actually like all of their days? It's like. <clears throat> first, you don't even know. But exactly. second, like even if you were to eat, because a lot of people have like their like inspiration or like there's someone that they look up to, whether it's like in an industry and in fitness and wellness, whatever it is, even if you were to do exactly by the book, everything this other person does, you're not going to look like them. You're not going to feel like them because it's social media. You have no idea what that person feels like. And that is for everything, like makeup trends, mm. clothing trends, like, you know, like my content like varies depending on like my personal brand and like whatever. Right now I'm like super, I went through like this rebranding in my head of like what do I want my my platforms to be in 2024 and mm -hmm. it's my voice and my message but I've definitely had th those struggles of like what do I want to post okay I want to post clothing hair videos makeup video makeup videos and it's like the more that you start you know consuming it the more that the algorithm starts putting it to you and it's like everybody is doing their makeup the same and everybody has a different face you know yeah. and it's so interesting how that happens with everything on social media mm -hmm. like everyone has the same diets but every every body is different you know if i were yeah. to follow diets that i see online i would probably be in a hospital right now because again i'm anemic mm -hmm. there's a certain food that i have to like i have to eat a lot of red meat a lot a lot mm -hmm. a lot and you're vegan right. so if i were well, to follow no okay but you're not no <laughs> girl oh. <laughs> uh, okay no but my point is like if i were to follow let's say someone that I don't know and I'm like it, it says not to like don't eat red meat and it's like I stop eating red meat then I'm not gonna it's, have any blood you know it's so not good for you right? exactly so yeah. finding what it's best for you and what makes you happy in every single aspect of your life mm. and also acknowledging the fact that social media is fake it really is fake it's not real yeah. so 
and it, this was something that we were talking about that in the episode that I just recorded. It's like mm -hmm. social media is not toxic, but the content that you choose to consume is. Yeah. Um, something that I, this is part of like my life philosophy. It's like everything can be the most sacred thing or the most corrupt thing in the world. Like every single thing. And I see it, let's say, in photography, like a woman's body. Yeah. It can be the most like artistic, beautiful, like just soft and like perfect thing. Like it's just pure art or it can be like the thing that people demonize the most and like the thing that people like hate to see and like put a woman down for like showing her body. Like everything has a contrast, right? But it's really how you use it. Yeah. That that defines the meaning for you and Honestly, it doesn't matter how everyone else sees it, this particular thing, you have to see how it fits with you, mm -hmm. right? Like if social media, like I enjoy it because I make- a I love social media. Yeah, like you love it too because you're authentic with, yeah. within it, right? Like you show like yourself as you are, like you only promote the things that you believe in and people see that and that magnetizes more real people. So it's mm. what's gonna show you and it's just, it's just, yeah, <laughs> you know, expanding itself. But not everyone is like this. So if there's one person that it actually gives them like anxiety, then why would you right. continue like feeding into that space, right? Mm -hmm. Like for me, it honestly, I'm not in a place where it makes me feel like less than enough or it makes yeah. me feel like insecure. Like if I see someone with like a fitter body than mine, it's like good for her. Like right. that's good. Like I encourage that. That's amazing. But like my goal is not to get a six pack. Hmm. So like, I'm not gonna post about it. I'm not gonna like try and get it. Cause I don't think- like, I'm not gonna keep consuming it. Cause I, it's not something that I wanna keep seeing maybe. Like- Yeah, and like for a lot of people, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Yeah, I wanted to talk about photography because it's your passion. And I love how happy you get when you talk about photography. But <laughs> what is the most, photography is art. And mm -hmm. I am so passionate about it too, because my sister is, she's not a photographer, but like everything, she, she takes really good pictures, really she good does. pictures. People always ask me like, where do you get your pictures taken? Like everything is like my sister. She's like the best. Lucky you. That's she's good. Like, yeah, I know. I love her. <laughs> but um, what's the most, because you, you photograph women, you love photographing women in mm -hmm. nature. What's the most beautiful thing that you've learned about your job? Mm, there's so many. I, and I've, I've been really thinking of making a whole like series about like what I've learned photographing women. Because hmm. it's a mirror. Like I think everything is a mirror. You're a mirror of me. I'm a mirror of you. Hmm. Like everything is a reflection of everything, right? That's but why I say, I, I'm so happy that you say that. Sorry that I interrupt mm -hmm. you. But if if everyone is a mirror, if everything is a mirror, ask yourself if you like what you see in the mirror. Mm. Of like, if if someone were to tell me that I'm just like you because you're my friend of like, if someone were to tell me, oh my gosh, you're her friend. Like you're just like Maka, how would I feel? You mm. know? And if you wouldn't Ooh. feel, if you wouldn't feel proud about being like me, then so why are we, why, are, why do you have me around? I love that. Yeah. Oh, that was groundbreaking. <laughs> you gave me like chills saying hmm. that. Cause I'd be so honored. If yeah. yeah. Like, oh no, God, no. I, and I person. wouldn't, if, if someone were to tell me like, you're just like Maka and I would be like, oh my God, no, I don't want to be like her. <laughs> then why do I even have you around, right, you know? So right. keep relationships in your life that inspire you to be like them. That's like my whole little point about like mirrors and stuff, and but sorry. No, no worries. And also with partners, right? It's with, like, uh, no, with everything. Imagine, imagine if, if someone were to tell you like, you're just like your husband and you were like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to be like. Or, or better yet, your son is just like your husband. Uh-huh, exactly. Right? Like how would that How would feel? you feel? Or I don't know, your boyfriend, Like, that's like the exact same type of boyfriend that your daughter's gonna have. Like, yeah, I know. Would you be happy or would you be like terrified? Yeah. Right? That's a good, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, I really like that. Yeah. Um, okay, so yes, everything is a mirror. So again, like there are many things like we could do five episodes about this. But yeah. for one, um, in both photography and in nutrition coaching and in everything, my goal is to make someone feel comfortable as they are. And you really do. Thank you. You really do. Thank you. Mm. I love that. Um, I'm happy that it like shows because I really feel it. And I, I won't like engage in it if it doesn't feel like You that, really right? do. And like one of the main reasons why my sister takes all of my pictures is because I don't feel comfortable being photographed. Like as much as I love posting content and like taking pictures, I don't feel comfortable being mm. photographed. I just don't feel comfortable. I'm not in a way, in a creepy way. I just don't feel comfortable. Like I, I can't, that. I can't be myself in front of a camera yeah. if it, if the right person is not behind the camera. 
and I was at my lowest and you made me feel so comfortable so you really do like I just wanted to let you know that yeah that you, you really do you really do yeah you really do yeah and like I've also had the contrast like even in my own personal experience like I used to like I don't know I didn't used to model right like not professionally but I had like photographers take my picture in the past and like I also did have a very uncomfortable like situation we've talked about it too yeah and like I honestly realized I had blocked like a lot of it before like, yeah yeah you sugarcoated it so much I was like girl you and were and I went on the DMs like remember I yeah. opened the DMs and I was like what the fuck is this like I was groomed bro. Yeah, this girl was groomed and she oh didn't know God. it like Jesus you know yeah, so yeah, like yeah. looking into that like I just want to be a safe space like for everybody around me so it's helped me be a safer space towards myself right because yeah. I cannot possibly tell a woman with a real female body like oh your stretch marks are beautiful and then go home hate and yours mine, right mm -hmm. and so it's it would be fake even if you said it and like it's honestly like seeing nothing but pure beauty and hmm. everyone else like regardless of whatever it is that they look like has showed me how to like practice an unconditional love for myself mm, so that's that's I why love i love that. it so much but it's also shown me how there's like beauty standards right and beauty is it's not what you should pursue right like Focusing on how you look rather than how you feel is the worst thing that you can do for yourself because it doesn't change a thing. And I've seen women, like I've been in, in environments like photographing like a lot of women at once and like just interacting with them. And I've seen these women that like literally look like Barbie, right? Like it's like, oh, the beauty standard or whatever. And they're putting themselves down like I've oh, never seen time. before, right? So it's just like... Sometimes the pretty girl is the most insecure one and is the least happy one, right? Yeah. And so I've, I've realized that and it's been really eye-opening for me. It's just like everyone is beautiful. Like there's beauty in every single body and every single face, like and every single soul as well. Like regardless of like how, I don't know, toxic this person could be, it's like everyone's doing the best they can, hmm. right? So I can appreciate that and like see it as art. And my intention is just to help reflect that. How do you define beauty? I think it's this thing, like this, this magic thing that just permeates the entire universe. Because I'm not religious, but like for me, yeah, God is like nature. It's, it's this, Everything, like yeah. around us, right? It's just, it's inherent. It's mm -hmm. like an inherent thing of, of nature. And that's why a lot of times I'm, I'm talking about my work and I'm like, yes, I photograph woman and nature, even though they're the same thing. Mm -hmm. like we're the same thing. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's, it's who we are. I don't think it's something that we have to like pursue and like inch towards. It's just, it's part of us, right? Mm. There's a beauty industry that paints a certain picture for all of us. And it mm. tells us like, oh, beauty is this, beauty is that. It's what you see on social media or it's what you see and the movie stars or magazine covers, whatever it is, but it's it's really such a universal thing that if you can like break away from that conditioning and like start seeing beauty in yourself, like you'll see it in everything else. Because mm. like it's it goes hand in hand with unconditional love. Right? Yeah. We look different every day, we feel different every day, but we can't make our love depend on how pretty right. we feel or like how happy we feel because we need to like care for ourselves and each other regardless hmm. right to the best of our ability so yeah I, I don't know if that defined beauty but that's I don't think it has a definition it's more yeah. like feeling at peace with with however you you feel inside and mm. because of how much you feel inside you literally forget about how you look externally mm. so yeah. I don't I, I don't know if I would be even able to define it but yeah Thank yeah. you so much for being here with me today. I am Thank so you. grateful about oh, so <laughs> grateful about you and our friendship and like the type of people that I've been able to connect. Like the more that I work on myself, the the better the people that I connect with and in that process of self growth, I met you. So thank you. Um, that yeah. resonates so much, and for me too. Like I, I saw a post of yours like the other day, and also this morning. It, on my for you page it popped up the video that you did when we met like of this day that we met really yeah ah. <laughs> like crazy yeah. crazy and like seeing that it's just like oh my god like right now 
like I've always loved my friends like at the times that I've had them but like I don't feel like there's any time in my life where I've really felt so aligned with everyone in my life right mm-hmm. now like same it's same. mind-blowing mm-hmm. but it's really because we're acting in line with our passion when uh, with if you're aligned with yourself like everything else aligns around you because even if it's not aligned then you acknowledge the fact that it's not aligned then you let it go mm. so that's why like self-alignment is so important but yeah thank you so much for for being here today thank you so much for this conversation we'll definitely have more um where can people find you uh social media where are you what type of content do you do for people to follow you great so you can find me at happy healthy maca that's the same on all platforms a maca is m-a-c-a mm-hmm. it's not my full name my full name is maria, maria carolina, carolina. Full on Hispanic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can find me there. I'm honestly more active on TikTok, but my DMs are always open. I'm always happy to like make friends with everybody. So. And if you guys are in South Florida, she's a photographer and are Let looking for, for a photographer, definitely hit her up. Thank you guys to. so much for watching today's episode. Um, don't forget to follow I Missed Me on social media at I Missed Me Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, literally everywhere you're watching on youtube you can listen to this episode on all streaming platforms don't forget to follow me on social media at mafiansures everywhere and don't forget i have a clothing brand at i miss me project everywhere as well thank you guys again for watching i will see you guys on our next episode and don't forget we're all strangers healing together with love mafi Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.